Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Ooh. Hi. Hi. What are you waiting for? Oh. For me to ask people to I was to waiting for us. you to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Basically. everyone, make sure you rate us uh, five star on Apple Music. And now you can rate us on Spotify as well. So yeah. give us a five star rating because, you know, our content is Show great. Show the love. Yeah. And um, join in the conversation on Twitter. Use the hashtag Injected Podcast. And mm-hmm. yeah, just join in the conversation. Tweet us, you know, like we don't bite, just get involved we know that you guys are listening so yeah yeah um yeah how's it going how are you how have you been this week um i'm good um i've just i had covid oh yeah let's introduce ourselves i'm diana oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> i'm alexandra <laughs> i had that must I had be COVID. what put everyone to put you off <laughs> um oh, did you oh no yeah yeah but i couldn't get a hold of um because I moved out I'm still working out my dress and stuff and where my post goes and like I ordered lateral flows and PCR and they just haven't arrived and this was like oh like over a week ago so I had to literally put a mask on and run into a chemist to be like can I have some lateral flows and then they gave me them and then <laughs> um yeah it confirmed that I had COVID but by the time I got the got the test um yeah it, it was like a faint line so I think I was coming away from it and now today like I'm fine I don't have it anymore but yeah I oh, didn't okay. even I didn't really have any symptoms I just had a sore throat for a couple of days and then that was it so I'm one of the lucky ones thank god madness but that's that's what I've been hearing from a lot of people I think um a lot of people who are vaccinated their symptoms haven't been that mm. bad and stuff yeah um yeah. But yeah, like actually, we'll get onto. Wait, hold on. Let me see. Yeah, we are gonna get onto that. Actually, onto speaking COVID of that, things. speaking of COVID. Mm. Um, so Sajid Sajid Javid's uh, health is he health secretary? I don't know what these what these politicians do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, health sec- <laughs> health secretary. Yeah. Um, he okay. So there is a video that has gone round of him talking to NHS staff and just asking them like don't you think this is even a stupid question to be asking people (laughs) yeah I do like why is he going to to a hospital to ask them oh what do you think of um the vaccine mandate so as in so just for context basically in the UK they keep threatening I'm I'm just gonna say threatening because Mm. the thing is they can't pass this and they can't force people out of work when the NHS is already stressed, um, yeah. stretched as it is. Yeah. So, um, and we've spoken about this previously as well. So there is a vaccine, they're, they're trying to like mandate that people, um, people who work it as key workers, like in the NHS or as carers, if they are not, if they are not vaccinated at all or not fully vaccinated, not fully vaccinated, not vaccinated at all um or don't at least actually go to get their first vaccine mm. that they um will be letting them go and they'll be forced to leave work if they are not vaccinated that's crazy um which i just think is a bit mad and don't i just i think it just doesn't really make any kind of sense at all because like at the end of the day with the whole procedures of having to isolate quarantine etc like what is the point in kind of mandating a vaccine when like everyone has to isolate anyway if like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day 
it's down to that 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 person's discretion if they want to be vaccinated or not because like they can decide actually I don't feel like I don't feel like I want to get vaccinated mm. like personally and that's my choice to exercise that like, right and I feel like that that's exactly right I don't think people not getting vaccinated is endangering other people in a sense because it's it's just more so like maybe it's just it's just endangering themselves because like I feel like it would be endangering other people if they if you have COVID and you're just going out normally Mm. now that that I think is endangering other people but I feel like choosing not to get a vaccine because you've got whatever your own personal reasons whatever reasons why you don't want to I don't think that is like a health concern to other people it's more just a health concern to that personal to that individual Mm. right because the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting COVID yeah it doesn't stop you I don't know if it minimises the spread to be honest I've got this vaccine I don't really know what it does but I got COVID and I seem okay so (laughs) something's worked (laughs) but I think like with this for me just looking at this the main problem is we're told time and time again that we're lacking staff for the NHS we haven't got enough nurses Mm -hmm. we haven't got enough doctors blah 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 and now it's like oh we're gonna sack you or we're gonna let you let you go if you you don't get the vaccine it's like hang on like where is your priority here? Like, I don't understand. Like, are you in the position to be making such such threats? Like, I mm. I feel like the government isn't. Just like, no, they're not. Maybe this is not the enough plan to privatize the NHS. Is part of it? No, well, actually, it really it could be. Yeah, it could be. But like the thing, like, oh gosh, that, now that would be a shit show though if they privatize the NHS. Like, I just can't even. Um, like. <sighs> Like no, just like Scary. can we just keep it like healthcare is literally healthcare is a necessity. It's a human right. Yeah, so like human right. let's not let's not privatize something like for more people to be dying of austerity. Um, let's mm. not do that. Mm-hmm. Like because it, it's already to the facts of where train like travel because travel is privatized all the trains are privatized mm-hmm. like that's why train train tickets are so expensive yeah and yeah. it's like and travel is so expensive and that's why like you don't really get people coming from different cities and mm-hmm. visiting different cities or even like taking what any opportunities in different cities like neighboring cities and stuff because travel is so expensive and just I can't yeah. imagine if they privatise the NHS like yeah they've privatised no. like parts of the dentist haven't they like you've got to pay when you're an adult for mm. like fillings and, it's always been and like appointments that. yeah I guess it has always been like that but then you'd think we'd be moving towards um, getting away from that because your, mm. your the health of your mouth is as important as anything else because if you get um like an abscess or something you can die like if you if you get mm. some sort of like infection you can actually die like people have died from yeah. mouth infections so it's like your mouth health is as important and that's the thing because everything else <laughs> with, yeah with the dentist because like what i've noticed what i've heard kind of from dentists mm. and stuff is like because i okay I don't I there's there's been times when I just haven't gone to the dentist but that's because like I've been at uni and stuff like that and my dentist yeah. has always been at home and my mum has been paying for me like in Wolverhampton for me for me to go to the dentist mm. and I just didn't book it and I just didn't go and one time I went and I hadn't been to the dentist for two years and like mm. the dentist was like when I said oh yeah they looked at my records like you haven't been for two years and I was like no and they're like 
oh my gosh, like, oh, well, we need to do this and we need to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, do do what you need to do. And anyway, they look in my mouth and then like, oh my gosh, your teeth are so great, blah, 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 blah. I can't believe you haven't been here in two years, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, look, I brush my teeth, bitch, please stop. Like, stop going on about it. Like, it's not a big deal. But then it's just this whole idea of like how, I feel like it's a classist thing of the mm-hmm. idea of like, oh, people who don't go to the dentist, they're, you, like, you'll expect them to make, to maybe be poorer. That's why yeah. they're, that's why their mouth health isn't good. That's why they don't brush their teeth. But then as well, like when you see, when you hear about the, the, the statistics of kids not mm-hmm. brushing their teeth in the UK, like you guys will vomit. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, like, so I just, it, it's crazy in that sense but then I feel like as well I feel like it's a classist thing of being able to go to the dentist definitely maybe yeah yeah. instead of instead of promoting this idea of oral health and oral hygiene it's this Mm. idea of oh you can't afford to go to the dentist having a nice mouth you need to be have money to yeah yeah look after your teeth it's true. Like I watched a YouTube video by an, uh, a YouTuber called Tiffany Ferg, and she was talking about mm-hmm. how, um, like, getting actual having good teeth in quotation marks, good teeth, is actually a privilege that we don't talk about enough. Like certain people mm-hmm. can afford veneers and all of these, like this bonding and all of this other stuff on their teeth, and that kind of resembles that they've got wealth, they've got money, and you can get yeah. you can get like. People make judgments. If you go for an interview and you're missing teeth, people will make a judgment about you. If you go for an interview and mm. you've got sparkling white teeth, people then make a judgment and say, think maybe you're put together, let's hire you. Like yeah. it is such a classist thing, like not being able to actually access like free mouth care. Like I find it crazy. And like you see mm-hmm. the connotations as well linked to people with no teeth. It's like Jeremy Kyle, like that's what I think of instantly. Yeah. Because they constantly brought on on people that had no teeth, and um, yeah, it's just I don't know. We we see people with, with no teeth, and instantly it's like they must be a cracker. They must be have something wrong with them. But really, it's like no. Yeah. Some people just can't afford to get like fake teeth put in. Like it it's normal to not be able to afford that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Definitely. Embraces as well, etc. Yeah. But as well, yeah. it's just like. Because you can, the dentist, you can still get the dentist on the NHS. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously like for children, it's yeah. it's free to a certain extent. But then it gets to a point, because I remember like when we stopped getting our normal dentist on the NHS. Mm. So we went to an NHS dentist that we could. And the level of service was awful. Like, really? I've never been we, to an NHS one. L- literally, me and my sister went to this, we would gone to this dentist. Why are we both getting um, our teeth pulled out now? Just because we've come and sat in this dentist chair. Like, oh So I God. got like a baby tooth pulled out yeah. and whatever. And it was just kind of like, did, did it really need to be pulled out? Probably not. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, it was just, a, just really random and it wasn't very hygienic it wasn't like it wasn't the best like because my I'm sure my mom was watching and they went to use the same utensils that they had just used on my sister's mouth and they went to use it on my mouth and my mom had to have a go at them like what are you doing and it's like so literally that was our first and only time we went to an NHS dentist after Mm. we could no longer get it on the NHS 
And literally we just like, after that, my mom was like, no, I'm just paying because yeah. it it was just like, the level of service was just awful. The quality of service was awful. And this is the thing, like the NHS, I know how with how stressed the NHS is, but the NHS does not have to mean budget. And the NHS does not have to mm. mean like scrimp out just because it's on the NHS, it's free. Like I say free in quotations because at the end of the day, it's not fucking free because we're all paying mm. for it in our taxes. Yeah. So like we've paid for this service. So that doesn't mean that we get a bad, that we should, that we deserve a bad service. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's all I've got to say on that, but <laughs> yeah, madness. Um, but yeah, Sajid Javid, he got called out, didn't he, by a few of the... Um, NHS workers well it was one in this video it was one consultant but I just wanted just I just want to point out so it was one um, consultant who was a white man and he came and stated a lot of facts for for him personally, he didn't want to get, he didn't want to take the vaccine. And he said mm. a lot of facts just about how, look, he got COVID the first time around and he's probably got more antibodies against COVID because he's had, he's had yeah, COVID, he's had blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so he's explaining a lot of facts. He says that he personally doesn't want to get the vaccine. He doesn't think the, the science is supporting the vaccine. He also mentioned about how, oh, now that we need to be getting boosters for this vaccine, realistically, we would actually need boosters once a month to stay at the top mm. level of protection against COVID. And so I feel like, okay, fine. He's coming facts, cool. However, I just find it really interesting, which this is just something that I like. I, I don't, maybe I'm too woke now and this is why I noticed <laughs> this. But <laughs> I noticed Sadi, Sadi Javid, he was asking this question and he was directing this question for, in the video to what appears to be a group of women NHS staff. Mm. And um, and as well, like and it's a diverse group. There's a black woman there. And he asked this question. None of them really want to answer. But yeah. however, on the other side <clears throat> to him, okay, this man, this male consultant, he wants to answer the question. And you see, you see Sadi David have to turn around to go and address this man. And I just find it very interesting that he wanted to ask, he wanted to address this question to the women working there. And I feel like if one of the women answered, would Sadi David have come back with more vim? because he's talking to women rather mm. than the fact that when this man spoke to him, stated all of his points and then and then he tried to come back and say, oh yes, but what about X, Y, Z? And he had more points and he was like, oh yes, well, oh, um, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Then it was, oh, um, and like there wasn't as much conviction with what he was mm. trying to say. And I just feel like if, if, who was he was talking to wasn't a white man would his response and the way he responded would that be different because like that's just from what i see it seems like he was addressing that really hard question the hardest question he probably was asking that that day it mm. seemed like he wanted to only address that to the women on the other side of the room because yeah. why would they placed in that kind of placement in the first place as well why would they in that placement and what's interesting about that as well is that the women, especially the women of colour, were probably 
worried to actually speak their mind because they know exactly. repercussions that may come from that. They might lose their job. Their manager might tell them off if they they speak out line or they say mm-hmm. something that doesn't align with what. Or even the just NHL. getting dragged on the media and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. So the white man part of white privilege is that he can say what he wants and he do, he he's not seen as troublesome and mm-hmm. he's just seen as a man that knows his shit so um and the fact is you as yeah. well you don't even know what their jobs are as well from this video these women could have all been nurses you know because mm-hmm. they're all in like the same dark blue uniform this guy is in a light blue uniform and it says that he's a consultant and it's kind mm-hmm. of like okay so him even talking out against it is like he's at a higher level where he can talk out against it where there's not gonna be as many re- repercussions whereas mm-hmm. the women who are all standing there just kind of like it's like they've, they've been strategically placed they've been positioned for that camera angle Mm. And it looks like the other people who are on the other side behind Sajid Javid, who weren't in that original camera angle, it looks like they've come to join because they want to see what's going on yeah, and they want yeah. to see what's being said. And as well, even when, um, I'm, like, I'm really criticizing this video, mm-hmm. but even when like Sajid Javid even asked the questions to the women, like they kind of all kind of shiftily look at each other yeah, and then they look at them and then they then they look at the man you can see that they're looking directly mm. at the man who's but who's Ready. on the other side like of the ball. room yeah, yeah. And, then, and then he came and jumped in and it was kind of like it was kind of like oh can you like it was kind of like they were waiting for that support it was like they knew mm. just let's just not answer this question we don't like we don't want to answer this question and there's people around here who are very opinionated on this topic who would love to answer this question and I find it very interesting how they were strategically placed for that camera angle like you you see it's you know you've got three of them lined up behind one woman is actually holding her hands in front of her you know all prim and proper ready like you know because she's on camera then it's got another woman sitting in front like it's very strategically placed like they've done the kind of the height dynamics and everything like it's a dance show or something you know (laughs) like so (laughs) like the positioning was all there so um that's why I just kind of question I question just that video in that way because it's like what what did Sajid David actually want to get from that, and how did he really want to retaliate mm. to to the backlash from that? Yeah, yeah, it's true. I don't know. It's just it seems like a silly thing to do anyway. Go into hospitals and ask yeah. nurses about stuff like that. Yeah. But, oh, how do you yeah. feel that you might lose your job if you don't get vaccinated? What kind yeah. of fucking question <laughs> is that? Like, how would I feel if like that? After you lot off. were clapping, like literally, <laughs> you lot were clapping every Thursday, and now you want to give me the sack. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> like, like, cool, cool. Thank, thank you, thank you, <laughs> NHS. Like, <laughs> like, uh, what is this bullshit? You want to give me the sack because I have an opinion? Like, fuck off. <laughs> it's stupid. It's very stupid. It is. It is. Okay. Um, so. Something we saw today on Shadeborough. Yeah, which, our, our number one source of information. Yeah, which is just <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but the comment section, you lot are nasty. You lot are abusive. Oh, you were just looking at the comments. <laughs> yeah, well, I always look on the comments on, every, on all the posts that I oh, see. Yeah. And I'm like, these people, where, where were you born? You're like little devils. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how people can be so mean. But oh, um, gosh. anyway, so... 
there's this new announcement. Love Island is accepting applicants from non-binary contestants. Um, so, yeah, what do you think? Okay. So, personally, personally, I, I feel like Love Island are doing the most <laughs> like, from this. Mm. I am not sure... And even with the wording about a diversity push. Okay, so now mm-hmm. you guys are only just realizing that your program is very cishet. Like, <laughs> and Love Island has always been cishet. And all the time, like they've even had, they've had bisexual contestants, but we didn't know that we were bisexual when they were on Love Island. You mm-hmm. know, cause um, what's her name? That girl, Megan, she was, she's, she was oh, yeah, bisexual. Yeah. Cause she's been on other dating shows. Like she was on celebs go dating and she was dating yeah. men and women when she was, there was on there. that one couple, um, Sophie and Emma from, I think it's season two, but I'm not really too sure what happened. I don't think they paired up. I think they I might have wanted what, to pair up. What that was, was that they were, <laughs> there was like some <laughs> kind of tiff and to get back at the guy. Cause she, he went and chose dated. someone else. She, yeah. She just coupled up with another girl. <laughs> and Maybe I don't that was know. It. Yeah, and I feel like I don't know if now there is some kind of un, like written rules from Love Island that they get told that they can't couple up with women now. Like, because I mm. think that that's the, kind of there because the way they stage it and the way, like, to be honest, the whole of Love Island is a performance. They're all performers yeah. when they go in there because, you know, they don't go in. As Molly May quoting Molly May no one goes in there for love so um <laughs> I love Molly like, May's quotes <laughs> so it's just like yeah just I think there must be some kind of unwritten wall that you can't um couple up with the same sex in there mm. um but I just feel like I don't understand what this diversity push is I don't know what they're going to do with it. And I don't understand how this is making Love Island a diverse TV show. Mm. And I don't understand how, like, it's kind of like, they just think that, I just feel like it's just the bare minimum. And it's a bit like, is this even coming from the right place? Do you even have the right safeguarding in place? Does this even make sense? You can just tell that they're not ready. Yeah, and it's just like, do you even have the right people in place to kind of like, like, because, okay, I just want to go back to, so sex education, um, the episode with Cal, the non-binary um, person in sex education, they were getting close to Jackson, the black boy, and mm-hmm. they explained to Jackson just saying, oh, I'm not a girl do you understand that you'll be in a queer relationship if we were to get together? And Mm. that was something that Jackson had to go away and think about. And he decided that he wasn't queer and he didn't think that for himself, it would be right for him to pursue a queer relationship when he doesn't feel like that was true to him. And I feel like that is, and that's something that, I personally have never even thought about. Yeah, me too. Me too. And that, and I feel like that kind of safeguarding needs to be coming into Love Island if they're going to be having non-binary contestants. Yeah, you know? yeah, I agree. I think this all came about because applications have now opened for Love Island and people have looked through it and it says the options. So choose your gender, 
and then non-binary comes up as an option and there's also another category that mm-hmm. says state your sexual orientation and then the options are straight gay lesbian bisexual or other so it looks like they're also opening applications for people with dif- different sexualities and yeah. then it says um an insider of the show revealed to this tabloid i don't know what fucking tabloid that is but producers mm-hmm. are under pressure uh, more pressure than ever to make this series as woke as possible after it had woke previously come off, under for criticism for its lack of diversity but it's like <laughs> you don't make things woke by chucking in like random yeah. people from uh, minority backgrounds like you you make things diverse actually maybe that is making it diverse but it's not making it inclusive and it's not making it equal because like inclusivity yeah. would mean that that you're also bringing in people who are attracted to non-binary people exactly um, and people who are attracted like we see this with black women like they yeah. still don't know how to bring in people who are attracted to black women into the show like yeah so and i don't know how, how it's going to we... work with non-binary people because exactly. they can't even like, cater to cis people to, for- Exactly. And this yeah. is the thing. How can we trust Love Island to do this correctly when they, they still, <laughs> yeah, literally, when they still don't, like, they still don't put in people to cater for the preferences that they say that they have. And they're still doing this skirting over the whole, like, it's like Love Island are doing this whole I don't see colour thing. Yeah. Because yeah. with the way everyone is describing their type, tall, dark, handsome, oh, what else do they say? They say dark features. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exotic. <laughs> that, that, they don't even say exotic. Like, no, exotic would give us a clue. <laughs> like, they just say dark features. What the fuck does dark features mean? And even like um, when that girl Rachel came on, she yeah. was a guest on Black Girls Living. And she even said, she even said like, Love Island, like, why can't we just specify what races we like? Like, can mm. we just say that we like this type of person? Because then you might get a yeah. more diverse range of people who come on the show. And I, and then she even said, oh, and, and actually put people in at the time when there might be someone who would match them. Because she was put in as a bombshell at a time when there was no one who would want to go and match her. There, there was, was no one free and Brad. who would want to go and match her. <laughs> Chugs and Brad. Brad, who was there smirking, oh. smirking in interviews afterwards yeah. about when he, when he was asked about, when he was asked about Rachel, he was smirking. Like, yeah. Brad, ain't no one going to remember your name. So, like, I didn't remember it's your true. name until Deanna just mentioned your name <laughs> right now. So, like, literally. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're yeah. not ready. This show is not ready to even have um, people of colour in, in the show. Yeah. So, and to like, cater for them. Yeah, they never, like, I don't know what, like we were saying earlier, maybe the alternative is having an LGBTQ plus um, variation of Love Island. I would prefer that. Because yeah, I prefer it that to normal, like not normal, sorry, change yeah. my words, but um, cishet Love Island, yeah. to be honest. But like, because I would prefer to see that because like there's that, because it just means that there's less options for people. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, the only, like the only way that you'll have more options is if the contestants were all bisexual. And like, the, and yeah. but I feel like that just... There needs to be more options. That it just—it's just limiting the options. I feel like I would prefer to see a Love Island where, like, like you said, just mm. a separate LGBTQIA plus Love Island where, okay, this week, okay, this 
This time we've got guys. This time we've got girls. This time we've got, you know, we've got a mix because, mm-hmm. you know, you know, everyone, you know, like, and then this time, this is just the cishet boring shit. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'd prefer that. Like, can we just have like multiple love islands throughout the year? And it's I've like, got or, an idea as well. or just a black switch love it up island. each year. <laughs> A black love island. I feel like, or maybe we should just watch like Love Island Nigeria or something. Yeah, maybe we should. Yeah, yeah. But I heard Britain's um, never gonna work. Literally, literally not at all. No, especially as well the way black people date in the UK. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it can't work. It wouldn't work. <laughs> no, because then it, within that Love Island, we'd get um, if it was black British Love Island we'd have the colorist element to it. So it just, it just wouldn't. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yes. Yeah. It wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't work. Um, and this Britain ain't ready for the, for the topic no. of colorism. Like nah. they don't even realize that they're doing it already within racism, but like they ain't <laughs> ready for the topic of colorism. They're not even ready for people to take down statues of slave masters. So yeah, the <laughs> colorism conversation is way off. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no, no. It's actually ridiculous. Oh gosh, but know, yeah, um, Love Island. Just you know what? Like, we we don't trust you. Can you just keep it to the same cishet shit? You know that we're used to because you can't even get that fucking right. So yeah, you know. work on that. Work on getting that right before you fucking start harming non-binary people. Literally. <laughs> putting them in harm's way and just having like um, just and for having more hate directed at people and you don't you don't even protect your black contestants already as it is from the from the racist abuse as it is so like nah can we not (laughs) but Mm. oh gosh um anyway so away from love island to some more this like well these people well they are a reality tv show really um mm. so chloe kardashian um i'm just what i'm just so confused by is like okay context context for what we want to talk about chloe kardashian because there's so many different things that can yeah, come up she's doing something but, every single day <laughs> every fucking day like we just can't we can't keep seeing like we can't, we can't not keep see up her with name. The Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, literally. You can't we can't not see her name on like our fucking timelines and social media anytime. Mm-hmm. It's just like this woman, when will this woman stop plaguing me? Like <laughs> we don't care. But anyway, so Chloe Kardashian, um so you've got Tristan Thompson now. Okay, I just need to I need to pull back. I don't know if I've got everything here, but we've okay. got Tristan Thompson putting out statement about how I'm so sorry yeah. and Chloe like oh the paternity test has come out that <laughs> I am I am the father <laughs> like this is a fucking worry oh my god! <laughs> I am the father I need to find it like I can't I, I need to read it out like well you guys probably all know by now anyway just talking about how oh yeah now that the results of the paternity test has come out he is he is the father of what's her name Mary Mary Marilyn I don't know what? but is anyone is anyone shocked because I'm not no no one's shocked she said she said that he was the fa- he was the father I don't like no one else was questioning it but 
he was mm. just saying that he wasn't he was just openly saying that I ain't I am gonna be raising this child that's, that's what he said oh, like yeah. oh my god I, yeah I don't know what that was gonna be doing for his market because it's like he is vile like, you know what's awful <laughs> about this is that his poor daughter or child that yeah. is gonna come from this woman is gonna grow up and see that <laughs> dad doesn't want them Literally, he's gonna see that, then be like, "Oh, the paternity test said that I'm the dad. Don't worry, Shit. I will pay for the baby. Yeah, I won't go and I, I won't register for what was it? He was registering for um fatherhood in Texas, so he'd pay less money. Like, oh my god, <laughs> this guy was doing all of that. He and, is a dirtbag. He is actually oh like no other. So, Okay, so I'm just gonna read what Kristen, what Tristan Thompson um, put in his apology statement. Mm. Um, this is just to refresh everyone's memory. I know everyone's seen it, but just just to refresh everyone's memory, Tristan Thompson said, "Today, paternity test results reveal that I father the child with Marilee Nichols. I take full responsibility for my actions." Now that, prefer- now that paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout this ordeal, both publicly and privately. Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache oh, and the humiliation Shakespeare. I have caused you <laughs> sorry i'm reading this so bad <laughs> the humiliation i have caused you you don't deserve the way I, that i've treated you over the years my actions suddenly have not lined up with the way i view you suddenly. i have the utmost respect and love for you regardless of what you may think again i am so incredibly sorry Wow. <laughs> How nice the, of him to issue that was a public apology. The hot felt. Yeah, so like he could have just sent this in a text for fuck's sake. Like, they could have kept it quiet. Like literally, did, we don't need to know everyone that found you find out had, him. Like <laughs> literally. Look, one, we did we we do not care. We don't care that the that you've now had a paternity test. Like this just makes you yeah. look even more shit. Because first you were denying that child, saying you're going to register for fatherhood in Texas so you pay less money. Then you were shaming this woman, being and only only Tristan Thompson was shaming this woman because the Kardashians only mm. have vim for black women. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> I just like I, why would you share all of, this? Sometimes be quiet. This is where people need to take a note out of Beyonce's book and just not so, comment on stuff. The thing is, in my opinion. I think that this is Tristan Thompson's job. Like, I think his job <laughs> is to um, humiliate Khloe Kardashian and, you know, have his dirty laundry aired to the public mm. and Chris Jenner is paying his paycheck. Like, oh I really believe this. I believe he was told... <laughs> To write this, Chris Jenner had her PR go over and be like, oh yeah, make sure that he um, puts the results of his paternity test. We need that out mm. there. But then like, 
we need him to say that he is going to raise the child because obviously he needs we he still needs to be in a good light like he can be a good father because we yeah. can't have him being a deadbeat dad to one child when that child is going to like that's not going to look good on us because you know this child has to is going to be the brother of true is her name true true Maybe? yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's going to be true's brother all of that so like i feel like chris jenner is literally paying him I also think she's paying Lamar old what's his name Lamar Oldham I also think she's paying him because I'm sorry like I feel like it's very convenient that Lamar like was this interview at this time or did this interview just resurface what what is this I'm it really resurfaced. confused it was from a while ago it what the one okay. where he talks about Taraji P Henson yeah yeah so um I think I'm gonna play this one you know because you know it's not it's not a statement and I think it was is like it don't really make no sense but just to remind everyone because obviously everyone everyone already knows what 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 happened well no okay i'm not gonna play nothing sorry anyway this in this interview yeah he was he just wanted i don't know why i think he i think he got paid to do this interview as well just to drop chloe's Mm. name in it like they get paid to drop these people's names in so you know in this interview lamar oldham is talking about how he's been inspired inspired by black women and he had he was dating a black woman who was truly inspired by taraji really inspired him to be a better man blah 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 however i really love taraji she inspired me she you know she's my inspiration however what she didn't know is that i was falling in love with a woman called chloe kardashian like what the oh, fuck shut where the fuck that, up where does the two correlate Okay, like, so I don't like any of this. Like <laughs> Taraji was your inspiration, but you cheated on that inspiration with Chloe Kardashian. Okay, like I don't understand the correlation. I don't understand why he's talking. Don't yeah, really make yeah. no sense. Anyway, so there was so there was this, and then I don't understand. Like so after, um, so after Tristan's apology Lamar Odom sends Chloe some well wishes and I, I I think they are this is why I believe that they're being paid by Chris Jenner like they're they are all employees of Chris Jenner like you can't tell me different because it doesn't really make sense to why um sorry why I don't understand why like this has why has this been leaked because mm. this is even meant to be a message right now why has this been leaked and for what reason? Why have they come and told him, "Oh, go send Chloe Kardashian a, an apology at the moment"? Like, what? What? What is this? Like, what? It doesn't yeah. make no sense. He's an ex. Like, he should. Yeah. He like Chloe Kardashian's name shouldn't even be in his mouth. Shouldn't be in his head. Like, it doesn't make no sense. Um, yeah, definitely. But but here's what was said. It said, Lamar Odom. I truly wish nothing but the best for her and I'm hoping we can reconnect and talk one day as friends. She's a good person and deserves the world. <laughs> like, like I, I'm confused. I'm so confused. I like, they're being paid. I, I was thinking now, like what, what could Chris have actually done to these men? Like, is it some sort of witchcraft? Is she diving Literally. into like African spirituality? <laughs> now that like, she's I surrounded mean, by black people. They cultural appropriate 24 exactly. seven. So I wouldn't be surprised. That's what I'm thinking. But then like, <laughs> it, I think what it is that is drawing the back is the money. Like it, the, yeah. the spell is the money. It has but to this be. this is what I mean. And this the relevance. Is why. 
they must be getting paid by them. Like mm. them having their name next to like, because Chloe doesn't really bring much anything else to the Kardashian name. So instead, okay, your name is going to be scandal with all these basketball players and these black men. Mm. Your name will be yeah. the scandal. So you're going to, you're going to bring the mess. So sorry, Chloe, but you are just going to be bringing the mess. And, um, <laughs> They're paid for this and they're paid to be that, okay, yeah, you guys are going to just fuck up and cheat, but um, but you're going to be so sorry and apologetic because that's what all women want. They want their man mm. to fuck up, cheat and beg for forgiveness. And that's yeah. what you guys are going to show that. And Chloe, that's how, that's where Chloe's desirability comes because they're mm. cheating, but then they always come back to Chloe. Like that's <laughs> what this bullshit is. That's what they're trying to sell here right now. <laughs> and um. I- yeah, they're getting paid. I think it, it must be some sort of karma as well. Like, like I know this is mean, but the things Chloe has said in the past about black men and mm. the things she's done, like she went to a ha- Halloween party and she had black women on leads. Have you seen that picture? Oh gosh, I remember yeah. hearing about it. Yeah, and then like she said things in the past that she loves black dick and then she said that she's an N-word lover on Keeping Up With yeah. Kardashians. Like there's there's a lot of things that she said in the past that are now come back to bite her because she's going for these low barrel men that don't really bring mm-hmm. much to the table. They've just got black dick and she's, yeah, she's okay with is, that. Is that like what I don't understand because these men, they're all like basketball players. They've all got their own careers. So I'm just a bit mm. confused as to like, what is making them low barrel? Like, well, are they not actually that good at what they do? Like, do they need <laughs> something else to be keeping them afloat? What is it? It's and- just rich men with options. <clears throat> like that. Like, yeah, but they have so many options to just live a good life and do up, do up love with some other white woman, and you know, like, mm. and keep their dicks in one place. Or some of them you know, can't. they could just be. It could be a oh, sex addiction. Like, I feel like Tristan might have that. <laughs> no okay look the thing is yeah okay Tristan so uh, Joey Joey Badass tweeted oh, yeah. saying okay. Tristan Thompson gotta stop being sorry tell Chloe you're a fucking galleys and you need more than one woman straight up what's so hard about being honest with our women fellas fuck this western bullshit relationships should be expansive and beneficial for all most of us have been in polyamorous relationships all our lives the only difference is we weren't honest about it. But if you've ever been sexually involved with someone non-exclusively, guess what? You're polyamorous. So like, and then he, then he says, unconditional love means you love with no conditions. Most of our minds are way too con- conditioned to even love freely. So like, this is a thing. For Tristan Thompson, polyamorous is, is an option. Like mm. poly- polyamory is an option. But it's just like, but then for a lot of men, they just like cheating. Like, like, what is it? Is it just that the whole idea of being able to have multiple relationships or even just to be just dating non-exclusively mm-hmm. people? Does that take away the fun out of like the whole secrecy and sneaking behind someone's back? Like, what is it? I think it must be like, obviously I'm no psychologist, but I think it must be some sort of personality disorder, like, or some yeah. sort of like brain like cognitive problem because like mm-hmm. not polyamory just the no, want to no. be cheating <laughs> just to clarify yeah, cheat, constantly cheating it has to be something like that or some sort of brain trauma like maybe you've had like abusive relationships with parents in the mm. past like because I cannot see or how even else like with you like, can justify it I feel like even with like you know sometimes in some households sometimes people like might might feel they need to like 
hoard treats and stuff and yeah. hide it from yeah. people. It's like stuff like that as well. Like I feel like mm. could kind of come back in this cheating behavior. Yeah. Which is, yeah. yeah. It's true. And like some people just, they don't have the role models growing up. Like some dads are really shitty dads and they cheat on their partners a lot. Like, and they treat the mums like shit. And he probably doesn't mm. know how to treat a woman if that was his kind of background. Yeah. So yeah, some people just, they're not made to have these types of relationships. They've got to do the work before they hop straight in and start popping out babies everywhere. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And like the thing is, like, I just think what is just disgusting is how this guy, like we know that he's in bondage. We know that he's in Kardashian bondage. And mm. like, you know, it's like, it's that whole blink twice, Tristan, if you need help, <laughs> please blink twice. But it's just that, it's just the way how, as soon as Marley Nichols came out and said, yeah, I'm pregnant. I've got, I'm, you know, I've been sleeping with mm. Tristan Thompson. The way he was like quick, he had to deny, deny, deny. And then it was the whole thing of having to, he was slating her. Mm. And it's like, you weren't slating her when you were having a whole nother relationship on the side with her. You weren't slating yeah. her then. You weren't slating her when you were having unprotected sex. So like this, like this whole it, this whole concept it don't make no sense like what what is wrong like you just mm. must be paid to be trifling <laughs> <laughs> and some people do get a massive thrill out of cheating and doing yeah. something that they shouldn't be doing like this like i'm not trying to dive too deeply into this but could be one of the reasons why he likes white women because yeah the forbidden fruit thing the forbidden fruit syndrome so like i don't know the Wait, guy forbidden fruit <laughs> i don't from know what i'm doing some from... psychological analysis <laughs> forbidden fruit from like as in to have a white woman yeah to have a white yeah. woman it's like oh, her dad won't like this or um yeah or even the fact when like a lot of black male celebrities get rich the white woman is seen as the trophy and as seen as i finally made it i've accomplished it i wouldn't see a woman mm. like this around where i grew up and now I've made it. I'm in these spaces where I can access white women. So I don't know. I'm just chatting. I don't know. Yeah. It's uh. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, we're done talking about them a lot. Like Chloe Kardashian, stop paying this men, these men to be trifling. Like we're bored. Like we don't want to. We don't want to see your name all the time. Like your your shit is boring. I know. Um, I know. Anyway a quick one so we just wanted to quickly touch on this one because we don't really have much to say because we don't know who these people are no, um who is basically this girl? <laughs> so it came out that this girl <laughs> this random girl <laughs> this random girl who is apparently an influencer youtuber l darby um and her fiance and they're not even naming her fiance as well which is funny His connor like connor swift oh connor connor what swift Connor Swift. Connor Swift. Mm. Interesting name. Um, anyway, yeah. So, like, <laughs> they are apologizing after her and her fiance's tweets are resurfaced. So, these are tweets from 10 years ago where she's just doing a lot of hate against everyone. Like, no one is safe. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> like, everybody. So, just everyone. like lots of tweets about how much she hates pretty Fat much people, every demographic Polish people asian people black yeah. people 
you and know, like and not even else. like and this is the thing because like she's very specific like she was just like oh in one tweet she's got um and tr- this is just a trigger warning warning if this is like quite traumatizing for you please please skip ahead but just like she's got tweets just such as like i just hate polish people and indians and it's just like huh yeah that's, um, and she was like 16 i think when she wrote these okay so she wasn't 16. that young no, she wasn't that young. I, I fucking knew not to say stuff like that when I was 16. And I know yeah. not to feel like that when I was 16 like, because it's not when, fucking normal. So in these times when we were coming for Nella Rose, who was 12 years old when she was 12. writing. Oh my yeah, God. I'm sure she was 12 when she yeah. was writing self-hate to black women, which was yeah. more catered into self-hate. And she was getting all of that backlash. This girl mm-hmm. is hating against every demographic but white. <laughs> <laughs> she's said about how telling people to give dirty looks to fat people it makes them realize people hate them to lose weight like uh-huh this is but this is Crazy. a quote from her mum so this is even <laughs> showing how, where her she mom. got these ideals from wow. um then she's got about how i swear it's always black history month then she's even got YouTube. And then, okay, on top of that, so these tweets were from 10 years ago. However, Mm. they've they've both had YouTube videos where they've been a bit racist, which have been less than 10 years ago. Not surprising, (laughs) but interesting. Not surprising at all. But then it's just like, and then these videos, so they're now deleting YouTube videos and Mm. obviously the tweets have resurfaced, but the, you know, but um, like there was, so this, should I play the video? Yeah, I haven't uh-huh. heard it. We'll play a little okay. bit. When I first joined the gym, it was just full of like smelly men who were so pumped, you know, they had these huge muscles. Most of them were bold, most of them were foreign. And it was really hard to sort of get myself in. So that oh was my god, that's so casual. <laughs> that is so such like that that reminds me of school, the way people would say things very offensive, but it's like it rolls off their tongue. Yeah. This is so easy. Just like yeah. oh yeah, I go to the gym and everyone's they're just smelly men who are bald <laughs> and foreign. Um, what? Like white men don't smell Like or white English men don't smell <laughs> When uh, the statistics that Apparently you lot don't wash your legs Or change your bed sheets You only change your bed sheets once a year So like I don't, mm. what, I, mean, <laughs> I don't wow. know But um, Yeah anyway these guys are getting Dragged they've been dropped by their lab- By their talent agencies And stuff like that which is you mm. know good Yeah Not a lot of people didn't know who they were, but then I feel like that just shows the demographic of who follows them and who is giving them this attention. Like, if she's ha- if they've had YouTube, they've had YouTube videos which were not that long ago talking about this mm. stuff that weren't well YouTube videos that weren't ten years ago yeah. at the very least, closer in time where they've been casually racist, just like this. Actually, I hate the word casually racist where they've been outright racist. So yeah. like, um. <laughs> I feel like this just shows kind of the demographic that is following them and it is showing just a reflection of what the UK is actually like. Like I'm people tired. people outrage as well. Like people yeah. like to pretend that, oh, we'll grow out of racism, the new generation, blah, 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 the old people are going to die. But it's like, these lot are all racist as well that we, yeah. that are in our demographic. Because so who like, them up? it's not going to die out. Yeah, exactly. Who brought them up? And as well, so apparently like she's done like, um, she's also quite like, 
she's also had a bit kind of like like animal cruelty stuff as well. Surprise! Um, like kind of in terms like she'll tweet stuff about how much she hates her cat and whatever and stuff <gasps> like that and just weird stuff like that. But then, Ew. um, so she's had stuff like that also. But and there's been some pages which were conflating the like the animal like the cat tweets with the mm. racism tweets, which I think is just very like. <laughs> backwards please guys like, <laughs> they're a full like, force okay. in they, they will comment on everything <laughs> literally like please can we not do that because like I feel like racism and animal cruelty well animal cruelty like don't get me wrong I feel like that's that's awful and I feel like it's terrible mm. but I feel like can we not hold it to the same level because I feel like that's when we start kind of getting you know confused where we're kind of describing people of color and like comparing them to animals like let's not do yeah. that like the- and comparing animal agriculture to the holocaust a lot of white vegans are doing that recently oh for fuck's sake what and the flavory fuck? and they they literally say like there's this a group of guys that they go around and say triggering things to black people on the streets like oh animal agriculture is similar to slavery blah 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 blah, to try and turn the vegan and that's part of their tactics like they know that it will trigger black people they know that they're gonna say these things and it's gonna literally traumatize some people and then they 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 might consider going vegan because they've got some sort of emotional response from them i think that would turn me away from veganism (laughs) i think that would be like excuse is so you're you're talking to me me. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you're, you're talking to the wrong person because you know, like, you know, the other day I said I'll eat your pet dog, so please don't, don't even, <laughs> don't eat even your come pet to me. Dog. <laughs> I'm joking, guys. Please, <laughs> like, I ain't gonna eat someone's real pet dog. Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's mad. People are so rude. <laughs> Literally, like, <laughs> just leave black people alone for once. Like you don't need to, and like I'm sorry, don't be assuming that black people aren't vegan. There's a lot of black mm. people who are vegan. We're all the vegan originators, hon. Like exactly. look around the planet. Like the non-white people have always ate like plant-based diets. Oh, God, like <laughs> minimal meat diets. Literally, please just get off our next man. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um yeah, talking about get off our necks. <laughs> I'm sorry, I Please like how, get off our necks, bitch. I'm loving how all of these topics are kind of going into each other. Sorry. <laughs> talking about get off our necks. Yeah, so um, we all have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. Quotation mm-hmm. by Molly May. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my I god! This girl. Is I warned about... you not about her. I warned you not about her when we <laughs> spoke about Pretty Little Thing. But did Alex, you? you were like, oh, yeah, you, did. you were like, oh, hopefully she does good things with her new role. We can't, we can't no, judge her I too didn't quick. Say that. <laughs> I said, I said that. No, what? Good for her for getting a role created mm. for her. Like, yeah, because like, we can't deny no other no other babe from Love Island has done that. So it's like, true. I was just like. No, good for her. She's her influence is so big that she's able to walk into pretty little thing and just get a creative director role just made for her, even though she's not yeah. qualified. Like literally, so like yeah. In that sense, I I wasn't saying oh my I gosh, she do like I was just saying like <laughs> look at the end of the day, Molly may don't have control over pretty little thing and what they're doing, how they're running the company. Mm. 
um, she's just been given a six-figure deal. Like, I'm sorry, if I was just offered a six-figure deal to uh, to walk into a pretty little thing, like, I would take that too. Like, I'm, like, I'm not even going <laughs> to lie. Like, you know, I can't criticise someone if I would do exactly the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, it's fair. And, and the thing is, yeah, because even when I say that, like, Molly May, she's been doing what she does. Mm. And, um... Well, I might, I could think like it's it's a bit of minimal effort than someone who's gone and done a degree in fashion and gone and done a master's mm-hmm. to know what it entails to be a creative director. Like I mm-hmm. might think what Molly, May, Molly May's route is less than than what someone who has studied for it to mm-hmm. go and walk into Pretty Little Thing and get that role. And like, no, at the end of the day, if I could do that, if I had the privilege to do that, I would do that too. Yeah, yeah. So, it's but, a different route. Yeah, and but then this is where, you know, the whole idea of privilege comes into it. Because, mm. and I think this is what the main problem is with everything she's just talking about on this podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so for context, um, <laughs> Molly May was on... Um, Stephen Barlett's podcast what is the podcast even called I don't know but I've heard a lot about this Stephen Bartlett and a lot of like activists that I followed haven't liked him for a long time because he promotes oh, really? all of this like pro-capitalist like mm, of course stuff on his page <laughs> and he copies people's tweets as well like black people's oh, tweets he? yeah and reshares them uh. as though they're his own which yeah. you know, he thinks it's okay because like, he's he's mixed race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he's a bit black, so you know it's fine. Yeah, he's a little bit um, black, so it's all right. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I saw his page today. I was having a little look through, and he does get on big guests, like very famous people, very mm. relevant people. So he was on Dragons Den, I think. So I think that's yeah, why his he's podcast one of the new judges, isn't he? Like, oh, is the he first black judge or something, or the first mixed judge? I don't know. Uh, um, yeah, so. <laughs> He Okay, yeah, I've I've got it. Um okay, so Molly May, I'm gonna just play it for you so we can all have a refresher. I know you guys have yeah. been hearing about this constantly, but you know, let's just like we like to refresh our memory on here. We like it's to refresh music our memory. To my ears. 24 hours in a day that, that we do. And I just Wait, think like, I need to go back. Beyonce has the same twenty four hours in a day that, that we do. And I just think like you you're given one life and it's down to you what you do with it. Like you can literally go in any direction. And when I've spoken about that before in the past, I have been slammed a little bit with people saying, you know, like it's easy for you to say that, you know, you've grown up wow. and you've not grown up in poverty, you've not grown up, you know, with major money struggles. So for you to sit there and say that we all have the tw- same twenty four hours in a day is not correct. And I'm like, but technically what I'm saying but. is correct. We we do. So I understand that obviously we all have different backgrounds and we're all raised in different ways and we do have different financial situations. But I think if you want something enough, you can achieve it. And it just depends to what lengths you want to go to get where you want to be in the future. And I I'll go to any lengths. Like I, I've oh. worked my absolute arse off to get where I am now. Okay. I'll go to any lengths. Um, okay, soldier. Yeah. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> <sighs> okay, the thing is, is that she even says... Oh, I've been slandered in the past for saying this before. So she even she even mentions like people have dragged me before. It wasn't even that long mm. ago, and people have dragged me before for saying this. However, technically, yeah, we do have the same twenty four hours as Beyonce. <laughs> Let me just say it again. But I'm Let sorry. Me say it again. <laughs> the thing is, like, how? Why bring Beyonce's name into this? Yeah, Beyonce didn't There's say no anything. Need. Beyonce don't say nothing. You know, Beyonce's like not her I friend. Beyonce does Beyonce know who Molly May is? Mm. Has she ever heard a pretty little thing? Come on now. 
<laughs> Beyonce ain't trying to have no PLT PLT deals. Like, um, mm. yeah. So uh, what I'm just a bit confused about because, like, I think we saw Jay Z say this. Yeah, like uh, we see all of those saw, like rich billionaires saying shit. We like saw Jay Z. We definitely saw Diddy. We, I think we said we saw Denzel say something similar as well. Denzel Washington. <laughs> um, which is probably why he's like, you know, like that. But that guy is so jealous of Damson Idris for whatever oh. reason. But like, we <laughs> <laughs> like it makes sense. Okay, Fuck's but um, <laughs> so jealous of Damson Idris's career because he's just so young and people are comparing him to Denzel. I'm sorry, like Damson Idris can play more than one character. <laughs> Whoops! Oh, um, <laughs> I like Denzel. Oh, the shots, the shots, the shots. I don't really like action films, so his films aren't really for me. Mm. But that the thing is, it's just like I don't understand what these um these black American male actors. I don't know what their problem are is. Yeah, Samuel with Jackson as well. Black, with black <laughs> British male actors like, I don't understand what the issue is like why are they so jealous and why do they keep being like they're cha- they're taking American roles blah 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 and it's just like because they're more talented than you lot mm. <laughs> oh sorry like um because <laughs> there's 24 sorry. hours in the day and Damson's actually working all of those <laughs> <laughs> legit Damson Idris and Daniel Kaluuya are using the same 24 hours in the day as the as the black male actors in America so you know at the end of the day Daniel Kaluuya you know, worked on the same film as what's his name, Lake Keith. Yeah. As what's his last name? I don't know. <laughs> uh, as Lake Keith, you know, they worked in the same film. I know you said that. Oh, Lake Keith should have got the same. Should have got the but like Daniel Kaluuya fucking sold that film. Like I'm sorry. Like mm-hmm. they're both very talented actors, and you know. Mm. Yeah, and you guys didn't even realize they were British until they went and inter- did an interview and just used their normal British accent. So mm. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So <laughs> uh, sorry to slate Denzel Washington. I don't know if like you know you guys it might be your fave, but like I'm sorry. Like this guy, what well, I don't understand why he's coming for our boys for our DSS dogs in society. Was yeah, he coming he was, for him? Yeah, he was pretending that he didn't know who he was. I thought he genuinely didn't know who he was, but yeah, maybe he was like, at first, At first, it sounded like he didn't know who he was. But mm. then he started saying about how, oh, maybe he should work on this and work on this. And then maybe, <gasps> like, maybe he can get acknowledged. Yeah, he started saying, yeah, he's yeah. starting to say stuff like that. And it's just like, hold on, hold on. Like, because because Dams, Damson Idris at first was just like playing along, playing along, mm. like, I don't care. Um, change, My name is now Damson Address. Like, he was... <laughs> and change his Twitter name and everything because mm. he looks up to Denzel so much but then there were more things coming out where he was just just being rude for no reason and it's like like it just sounds like jealousy right now oh. like it's a constant thing what? with these creative roles like the old rappers hate the, the new rappers like yeah. it's just boring like it is, it is boring. so boring and I, I just uh, just yeah yeah je- the jealousy is boring like there's room for everyone man like mm. There clearly is yeah. room. But anyway, um, but like, you know, there's clearly room and there's clearly 24 hours in the day and we all have the same 24 hours. And um, I just, <coughs> I think what it is about this statement that, no, but the thing is, yeah, because people keep saying like, oh my gosh, everyone lives coming for money, May, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, mm. n- no, but we come for everyone who says this. 
Yeah. Because black yeah. men love saying it as well. And like, I'm sure we've <laughs> spoken about this before. We have. <laughs> we have. But <laughs> like, people love to sympathize with Molly May and be because like, she's poor white, Molly, poor blonde, Molly. It's just maybe she needs to stop saying things. I'm sorry. So, so the, the thing that stood out for me like mm. a few months ago was when she said she doesn't like Italian food. I was getting on with my day and I saw that. And to be honest, I didn't really care too much, but I, was, I actually deeped. If she said she didn't like Jamaican food when she's in Jamaica and mm. a Jamaican has just made her the food, I'd be a bit offended, you know. I'd be a bit like, shut yeah. the fuck up. Like you, you do not have to like, talk. What do you know about Jamaican you, food? Yeah, on a vlog, like saying, oh, I don't like Jamaican food. It's just because... I don't like the way British people can go around just like shouting and screaming about things they don't like about other countries. Like, I just don't, yeah. it gives me a bad feeling. I don't and like it. And the thing it. is, this is why Europe hates us. Yeah, <laughs> like, we're rude. Europe, it's just Europe hella rude. fucking hate Brits. They hate us. Like, you know, like yeah. you lot who are all in Benidorm and you know, all up in- um, <laughs> Benidorm. Where is it? I, I Napa, no. Where else did they go? Tenerife, you know, like mm. those Spanish people hate you. Like. <laughs> They, yeah, Benidorm is just like, an English resort now. Like, because so yeah, many English Benidorm, people go there, there's hardly Benidorm any Spanish is part people of the there. UK. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we colonized Benidorm. <laughs> Neocolonialism. Uh, it's fine. Don't want to like, minimize. Don't want to minimize. Um, yeah, definitely not neocolonization. It's, it's a big yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it's happening. But, um, yeah, but I wonder if it is a branch of neocolonialism. Mm, maybe because they can't really they rely on us now they rely but, on us out there well what it is is that like because a lot of Brits they go to like places like Benidorm they mm. open up their own restaurants they are getting their own money and they make they go and buy their villas and they're just living there yeah it's true it looks so boring as well. Like I've never been, but so fucking boring. I see, I see like videos. I'm like, hmm. You know that boring. show Benidorm? Yeah. Like, <laughs> my friends at school used to watch it and they always used to talk about it. And I remember just there was one episode on one time and I was like, this looks so fucking trash. This is fucking yeah, boring. it does look shit. It and looks like, shit. I don't even want to go to Benidorm from watching this. It's not selling no. Benidorm to me at all. Like, No, no. Mm. I was watching a video the other day. Um, the side men, sorry guys, they're my new YouTube obsession. I can't stop watching their videos, but um, mm-hmm. they did this holiday trip thing. So half of them, they had to pick an envelope and like half of them went on a good holiday and half of them went on a shit holiday. And a good <laughs> holiday was to somewhere in Spain, like a really beautiful Spanish island. And they were in this oh, like yeah. luxury villa. It was like incredible. And then the others got like Benidorm. Benidorm and they were given <laughs> these challenges, like go go to this strip club. Like and it's really <laughs> funny, girlfriend on but the it strip. just made me think, I do not want to go Benidorm. Like it looks dead. There's some like dead theme oh, park. Gosh. And like, it's just full of old people like sitting outside restaurants and, and bars drinking. Ugh. Like, no but offense it's like, if you love I'm Benidorm, sorry, but, but it's not what, a bit of me. What, this is the reason why Europe hates us. Like, a lot of Brits mm. go abroad and do the exact same shit that they would do in the UK. So they'll go abroad and go to yeah. the pub and watch football and <laughs> eat fish and chips. Like in the in sun. The, just, but yeah. it, that's just what makes it better. That's what it's makes it in different. the sun. And a lot of yeah. people, they love going on holiday when like, they know that they can have all of the things that they can get at home. 
And mm-hmm. I just think, and I feel like Molly May probably had that upbringing. Those were the type of holidays that she went. Those were the mm-hmm. type of family holidays that she had. So she's gone to Italy now and then she's gone and experienced real Italian food. And it don't taste like the spag bol her mom makes at home. Oh, Italian food. I don't <laughs> like that. Like... Huh? Are you all right, babe? Mm. Just I know like your taste buds aren't that cultured because you know you only use salt and pepper in your cooking and um mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know that dry the- chicken for for me. <laughs> like oh. you, you only could use the salt and pepper when, when in your cooking and you know like that's how he likes it because you know he likes to eat bland food because you know he's a proper British boy. Like um I just feel mm. like it's just a shame and it's just a shame that a bit of like because even Italian food isn't even like heavily on that the spices or anything like it's very natural flavors it's very like with yes tomatoes yeah it's like enhanced with the herbs and with the cheese and you know Mm. like it's the very natural flavors and it's Mm. just it's just very worrying that you don't like just like that kind of authentic (laughs) just natural natural food taste Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, but that was just generally like the first time I thought mm, this girl does not have to comment on everything. Yeah, and now she's going on podcasts, and apparently she doesn't normally do interviews. And now we can all yeah. see why because she says things that are just so ill-informed, and she's like, it seems like she doesn't have very, she doesn't have basic critical thinking mm. skills. Because I know when I was like. Say, for instance, my sister is 19. I know that she wouldn't come out with some some garbage like this and say, like, we're all... She even said in that interview, coming out of Love Island, we were all on a level what, playing where? field. It's like, hello, do you not speak to your other contestants? Because the men, they come out and they're not, they're not on the exactly. same level as the girls. Because luckily the girls get the deal straight away and also the black girls do not get the same the same treatment as you lot so like i don't understand how you can think actually you're on a level playing field why are men still going on love island because they really don't get much (laughs) from going on there yeah they don't people forget about i don't i don't understand like that guy brad like i didn't know who he was until just today (laughs) like um yeah why why do why are men still going on love island it's really not it's not I really he- I, I guess it, I guess it gives them a few more followers but like it's not really helping them with many deals you know they get their boohoo deal and then when they're shit at doing at choosing designs shit. then they get slated every boohoo deal shit and they don't get yeah. enough one, or they yeah. get scammed what was that thing that um that that like <laughs> what was it the, the eats eat thing? crypto what eats was it? they get scammed by crypto, yeah, crypto eats, eats by by um fake crypto delivery companies like oh my god like this is what <laughs> yeah like these people this is what i mean like it represents the british yeah. public because we're all so fucking crazy and like people men don't stop going on love people don't think about things yeah. people just talk yeah sorry sorry public service <laughs> announcement and men stop going on love island please it's not doing anything for you even ovi just went just pretending like love island didn't happen he's gone back to his basketball career and he's just like fuck that like yeah. <laughs> He does a podcast does now, he? though, which is cute. Aww. Yeah. Can't say I've listened no. to it, but I, I guess it's good. Because <laughs> Ovi and we love him. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think what's, what's also mad about this statement that she made about 24 hours is that this girl has staff working for her and she has a manager that manages her and manages her, I'm guessing her finances and everything else. Like, how can you say we've all got the same 24 hours And we hours could all be day like you, Molly. When, 
when people are working for you. Like people are working for this girl. And then on top of that, her comment is just so, it's not intersectional at all. I feel like- Because like she hasn't considered classism or like um, disability discrimination, Mm -hmm. the way that some some people cannot get up and make a dinner because they've got some sort of heart condition or they've got no legs. Do you know what I mean? Like how could, I just think it's ludicrous to even think that saying something like this is normal and it's logical the thing is, though, like so she's been she's she even said she said i've been slated for saying this before in the past okay so she knows she's been slated and mm. she did but then she did have a nod of okay i understand that we all have different backgrounds blah 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 but then it's just the fact that she went on to say however we do all have the same hours in yep. the day <laughs> and it's just what you make of it but then it's just like, the thing is, if she just made a nod to the fact like, I understand that I have come from a privileged background. At the end of the day, I'm white mm-hmm. and I'm blonde. At the end of the day, like um, my upbringing, I was able to become an influencer at the age of what age of 18. I was able to try and start mm-hmm. growing my following. That was hard work. Like, you know, just like, if she just made a mention of the fact that look yeah, I had yeah. the possibility to become an influencer which a lot of a lot of children at the age that I came, became an influencer mm. might not have the opportunity to do because one they needed to be in school <laughs> because yeah. their studies actually meant something <laughs> and having an education actually is something which helps a lot of people in life so uh, for a lot of people mm-hmm. like although that the education system is very flawed in this country for a lot of people that is the only way that gives them just a stable a, just that stable the, yeah. the stability to get anywhere in this country so like mm-hmm. in that sense she was privileged in the fact that her parents were okay with her doing up instagram some people are conservative some people's religions would not let them be able to actually show yourself on instagram like like how she does you know like all of these are different are different aspects of different people's lives and she was like just if she just acknowledged her privilege in in that sense like oh she didn't have to focus on school she could you know buy buy her fashion hauls and um, I know some people like to defend Molly and say that, oh, she used to buy the clothing and send it back. Okay, so she could do that. Mm. She had the opportunity to be able to do that. It was at a time when um, not every single place was putting those long tags on all the clothing. So like, mm. so she could be able to do that. Whereas now you can't even do that anymore because these fashion companies know that people are making money from just wearing wearing it for their pictures and sending the stuff back. But um, so mm. now, like they're trying to do that because they need to, like they need to make their money as well. So you can't just be, yeah, you can't just think that you can just buy clothes, return them, like you haven't worn them when you, when that person is making money. Like even that is exploitative as well. Like that kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that I feel like oh my god, how dare Molly may do that. But at the same time, that is exploitative to these companies. You know, if that was a small brand. Yeah. And yeah. that's what you're doing to these small these small boutique brands. They are losing out a lot of money, and um, mm. so there's so there's that. And then also when it comes to um, just yeah, I just feel like the problem that I have is just her just not acknowledging where her privileges lie because everyone can mm. acknowledge where they have privilege in life. I can acknowledge where I've where I am quite privileged, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just like. 
just if like but the thing is is that I don't even blame her for for her comment well I blame her for the fact that for the fact that she's had shade for it before and she still wants to repeat it because and she has nothing mm. else, nothing else to talk about because like at the end mm. of the day she would have more things to say more inspirational things to say if if her journey was from well like if it was all down to her own Rags hard work riches. like yeah. she would have more to say if if like like <clears throat> if she can't have anything to say of how she got that creative director job well i haven't watched listened to the whole podcast so disclaimer i haven't listened to the the whole episode so i can't mm. you know i can't i can't vouch for this however she had nothing to be like oh what kept me going to, for me to work my hardest personally and just be like I would just think of like even if she said for me personally I compare myself to Beyonce and think actually Beyonce has the same hours as me let me try and work as hard as I physically Mm. can in those hours that I've got like Beyonce and what her hardest may be very different to my hardest so like my hardest that I can work physically in a 24 hour period is probably different to Molly May's hardest and as well privileges and upbringing all comes into that um yeah yeah I I don't think she's um I don't think this interview is supposed to be directed towards everyone but unfortunately her audience is very isn't like full of capitalists it's full of normal regular very people, young people you thought as well like hang on yeah exactly and like i it isn't that surprising that she's saying stuff like this because like the country is majority tory a lot of people outrage are tory mm. you get go out of london a lot of people from essex a lot of people i i know that i went to school with love boris and they love yeah. conservatives and they vote conservative so like people with these kind of like old school views and also her best friend Maura, she was commenting on yeah. Lucy. Remember, um, surfer Lucy's pictures when she was promoting Pierce Morgan's mm. book, and she was like, "I oh, love it, babe," or something mm. like that. So these lot are all yeah, touring. Exactly, like, we've just got to expect. Like, if if you don't want to see this kind of stuff, then and you're surprised at this, then don't follow these influencers. There's so many more influencers exactly. you could be following. But we love to glorify girls that look yeah. like Molly May. And we love to glorify girls that look like Mora because they fit the aesthetic that everyone seems to want mm-hmm. to see. So and the blackface. I don't know. People need Sorry. to just open their eyes a little bit and like look around. You don't have to be supporting just yeah, these girls. Exactly. And um, she, I just feel like this interview, it's, she, I don't think she meant to do it, but it comes across like she's ignoring all the systemic mm-hmm. issues and reasons as to why people can't, excel yeah like because of capitalism and she's gaslighting people into thinking well you're not working hard enough if you're not on Mm. this level like me you're not working hard enough but then there's there's videos that have arose of her in the warehouses of pretty little thing talking to staff about doing 12 hour shifts and her saying oh i'd be exhausted i'd be knackered and stuff like that so she's she says she works hard Mm. but like she she she's not doing 12 hour shifts there you go like she's she's creating content and she's probably thinking of like creative ideas for these i don't know launches that she does but she's not she's not like doing open heart Mm -hmm. surgery do you know what i mean i think we can rate certain jobs as more hard work than others like my job i love it sometimes it's hard sometimes i have days where it's quiet like people don't have to milk that their job's really hard because not everyone's job is exactly but i think what is a real shame is that Molly May kind of being in this creative director role 
what what mm. does this do to other creative directors who have actually studied for that role and the hard work that they actually do have to mm. do for this kind of role does is that now does this lessen the role now is this just a kick in the face for the people who have done yeah. so much studying and so much work to actually work in these companies to get these top jobs and she's in the paycheck that she's getting a million i like plus like six figure figure are other creative directors getting that paycheck a similar mm. wage no probably, probably not. not and that's and even that in itself is like molly are you sure that like like but this is this is the thing because even when i said when i was like when she got this creative director role for molly mm. may she probably did work hard for her but that's we can't yeah, compare her working hard to what to to as the benchmark of hard work because mm-hmm. people work differently in her eyes she might be thinking that she's working smart not working hard so but basically that goes through her whole journey she already had followers on instagram she already was an influencer when she went into love island love island just elevated mm. her she was a preferred favorite she was yeah. the favorite to win by tabloids and she by was. itv to win love island and the thing is so mm. and realistically she was actually meant to win love island because that's who they wanted to push to win love island they wanted like they yeah. put her in the house starting at the same time as Tommy Fury for a reason. They actually wanted them to be together as a couple. They wanted them to win. However, Amber was the first solo winner of Love Island. So like, (laughs) you know, and they could never believe that someone who is a black could solo win Love Island. Like the fuck? They never even thought that could Mm. even be a possibility when they had the skinny blonde girl right there called Molly May, who is quite likable and already has followers Mm. outside already is an established influencer outside mm-hmm. and love island is just kind of elevating her just more it's just the next it was just the yeah, next career yeah. career direction for her as an influencer mm-hmm. to then like to then obviously be putting things in place kind of being put in the meetings to be able to become a creative director for pretty lot of things like that she probably did work hard for her extent. No other babe from Love Island has gone mm. and had a role created for them <laughs> for a big fast fashion company. Yeah. So yeah. might be working hard for her, but in comparison, like, no, you guys from Love Island weren't all on the same playing field. Amber was not on the mm-hmm. same same playing field as you, even though she won. She was not on the same playing field as you. Because how are you, creative director of PLT, someone who was a runner up who didn't win? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think every time I hear these stupid statements from people, I'm just going to say the same thing, that people need to stop believing that working hard equates to success yeah, it's because not that's true. not how it works in the world that we live in. When we've got and the NHS like, workers down. working hard, exactly. where's their paycheck? Where's their pay exactly. rise? They got what, 1%? <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it's crazy. And like trickle down economics isn't real mm. like it just because one person is doing well like molly may is doing well doesn't mean that that doesn't in my eyes that does nothing for like feminism or um the liberation of women just because one one woman has like i th- feel like the tone of the interview was to make it seem like oh this girl this young girl has made so much success for herself but that's that's the whole point she's made it for herself and she's not 
She's not helping other mm. women. Like she's just doing her own thing and making a lot of money for herself while people working in mm-hmm. these sweatshops earning three pound an hour, which is under the the living wage in the country. It's illegal mm-hmm. and it's modern day yeah. slavery. So I really do not like these things pop up. I like to talk about this because it links to like social problems but to be honest i don't really give a shit about molly may i used to watch her vlogs and now i'm just put off like she's just too ignorant she says stupid things and it's just not nice yeah. to hear it's really not nice to hear that like oh you gotta work hard you gotta work like, shut up, you don't man. know about like, working we, hard and you you don't yeah, know what working like, hard is for me compared to you babe like mm, exactly that's the point you know yeah. like it's different yeah and to be honest though, I do want to just kind of touch on Shauna's tweet. So Shauna, who was on Love Island also, oh, yeah. she just made a comment just saying, Molly May is young, who's had a lot of success really quickly and not a lot of um, quotations life. So I can understand why she holds those views. We all say things when we're younger and look back and think, well, that was stupid. Lol. No shade, <laughs> but I want to live in her bubble. And like, I just feel like, <laughs> that, that tweet actually sums up everything perfectly because it's just like mm. it's so true I'm sorry we all say dumb shit when we're younger and then we kind of grow up a bit yeah. and we're like why Why the fuck did I say that like I don't know and like yeah, but yeah. then as well I feel like we need to stop saying that Molly May is young at the end of the day she's 22 years old like she's she ain't she ain't yeah, that young 18. she ain't that young so like you know She's a creative director. She's responsible enough to have that role. She's responsible enough to also yeah. like acknowledge where she's made a mistake and then, you know, do something yeah. about it. And anyway, to come to Molly May apologised. Apologised. But this is the thing, yeah. Mm. Before I read out... No, let me read out her apology first. <laughs> and then I'll just say. So Molly May said, I wanted to come back online today as normal. But I feel like before I do, I just wanted to say this, dot, dot, dot. When I say or post anything online, it is never with malice or ill intent. I completely appreciate that things can affect different people in different ways. However, I just want to stress that I would never intend to hurt or upset anyone by anything that I say or do. I apologize to the people that have been affected negatively or misunderstood the meaning of what I said in the podcast. The intentions of the podcast were only ever to tell my story and inspire from my own experience. Love to you always, X. But I just feel like this is so... I feel like it's it's quite mm. gaslighty. And... Mm-hmm. She's basically said... Because this is, this is what I got told. When I came... When I went to HR in my old job... And I said to HR, look, I just want to have a meeting with you because I feel like I had a problem with you and I just wanted to clear Mm. it up. And I said, look, I didn't like how you shouted at me and I feel like blah, 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 blah. And then I got told, oh, I didn't shout at you. And I was like, okay, well, I feel like you shouted at me. Oh, I'm sorry that you felt that way. That's not an apology. That is you (laughs) gaslighting. That is you telling me how oh, you said that this happened, but no, it didn't. Let's clarify that it didn't happen. Mm. When I say- You misunderstood. Yeah, then, then it's like, <laughs> I can t- I'm can. allowed to say about how I feel if people want to dispute what has happened. So I can say what I feel. However, instead of her, cl- instead of her clarifying and actually trying to address my feelings, how I felt, even her as her HR manager, like instead she told me, 
I'm sorry that you feel that way, but that's not how it was. That's gaslighting now because now you're just telling me mm-hmm. my feelings are invalid and that that's not how it happened. And I just feel like in this apology, I just feel like Molly May, like she's okay. If we're going along the guys that she's young and whatever, and she's just saying dumb shit. Like, I feel like just stay off social media for two weeks. Like it's been two days for like, it's been two days. Like just stay off for two weeks mm. and then start posting as normal, you know? And like soon, like you're white, blonde, skinny, everyone's going to forget about it. No one's going to give a shit anyway after a while, you know, like just, just post mm. as normal. Like don't come with an apology when you feel like you haven't said anything wrong and you feel like you don't need to apologize because in her case, she doesn't feel like she does need to apologize. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She's not adding anything new. It's just like, I said what I said. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry that if you've been affected negatively, but that wasn't my intent and that's not how it was meant to happen. But it's just like, and as well, I feel like people need to, I feel like in this age of influencer and cancel culture and whatever, like it's like people don't know how to take criticism and can't be criticized. Like, don't apologize mm. from what you said if you still believe that. But why don't you just take the criticism on board? Why are you taking the criticism as, oh, everyone hates me now? No, we're just criticizing what you said. Like, I don't even think people are coming for her that deeply either. Because even... Yeah, it's just memes. It's it's just yeah. constant memes. It's not like, I haven't seen any death threats. I haven't seen anything like like bullying I've just seen people saying what you're saying makes no sense like and we're gonna take the piss because you're not making sense at the end of the day (laughs) when as an influencer having all these followers having all these people who are looking at you you're gonna get criticism and yeah you're gonna get criticized criticized hard if a lot of people disagree with you and especially when most people Mm -hmm. aren't in the same pay bracket as you so they're definitely gonna criticize you Mm. so like the thing and you're in a yeah. pandemic where people are losing like their jobs, their mental health's bad. People aren't going to be happy about mm-hmm. you saying, you've got 24 hours a day, so you should be doing this, this, exactly. this. Exactly, when hard. people are dying. When, that's not how the world like, works. It's not. Fucking and hell. when, like, with how the NHS has been, <laughs> like, I'm so sorry, I loved all those TikToks where they're like, they, they're using her audio. You all have the same 24 <laughs> yeah. hours of Beyonce and then you've got... <laughs> And it just working on their uniforms. <laughs> yeah. Walking through A and E and stuff like that. It's so funny. Or walking like people that work in customer service, like Sainsbury's like zipping on their yeah. outfits and then heading to work. <laughs> standing one. at the till. You know when Beyonce did that Annie Dance launch, but it looks like the Sainsbury uniform. Yeah, yeah, the burgundy. I saw that one yeah. Beyonce behind in the Adidas um. Sainsbury's and then the Sainsbury's worker being like, Yeah, Beyonce, like in front with her uniform, like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that was hilarious. My favourite one's the one where it's like Molly Mae travels to Africa to tell everyone <laughs> they've got 24 hours. The children that live in, in poverty. Oh gosh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> no, but like, oh. I just feel like, I don't, and then as well, when that guy, what's his name again? Um, Steve. Yeah, St- Stephen, what's, whatever his name. Hold on, let me just get up. I had it up before. Let me just get it back. When he wanted to comment and just say about how, oh, lots of, lots, he was just like, okay, Molly made an interview on my podcast and a soundbite um, went viral. She trended number one on Twitter. Every newspaper covered it. MPs weighed in. I've had male, I've had male guests say what she said. No one cared. But when Molly says it, she's 
crucified and uh, and as well like and you mentioned you pointed this out to me like Mm. To be honest, like, because I said, yeah, people do love coming for her. But then at the end of the day, they're not crucifying her. Like, that's a very strong word. Like, her career is still there. Her followers are still there. Her Instagram are still there. She's not being She came back onto Instagram (laughs) two days later. And, you know, clearly she don't care that much. It hasn't affected her that much. She She hasn't been crucified. And it's just like, why are you... Just as well, especially as a black man, you're always so quick to be protecting white women. So quick that you have mm. to protect and talk up for white women, you know? And it's just like, like criticism is okay. But why are we in this society yeah. where it's just like, oh no, don't come for her, blah, blah, blah. Like we can criticize her if we want to. And at the end of the day, we criticize all of these stupid celebrities who say the same stupid thing. Like... <laughs> Yeah, we do. Like, it's not it's not any different to the stuff that we've criticised P Diddy for. It's just that Molly May is young, and she's current, yeah. and, and she's a white people woman. People seeing this stuff on their timelines. Yeah, no, at the yeah. end of the day, it's always this whole. So we're always protecting white women at the end of the day, especially in this country. So it's just like the may, like maybe we just want to maybe we just want Molly May to acknowledge her privilege because that's the thing she's not acknowledging her privilege she's mm. not acknowledging her background she's not acknowledging that you know what everyone on Love Island did not come out of Love Island on the same playing field like let's just not get that twisted mm. please like she was on was she on yeah. the same season as you one day uh, yeah, yeah like I'm yeah. sorry come on now Every year, the black girls come out with less followers than exactly. the white girls. And that's like and fact. Every time, even if the black girl is in the final, yeah. white girls who weren't in the final come out yeah. with more followers than And I'm, and I'm sorry. Like every you single year. who graduated from university at 16 years old, I'm sorry, like in her lifetime, she's she's done a bit more work than you have, Molly. Like, like just, mm. you know, like obviously, but then again, yeah. the relatively, re- the, the hard work relative to you one day, relative to Molly, that degree might have been easy for you one day. You know, it might have been yeah, like second yeah. nature for her. So that for her might not have been as hard work as being on Love Island. Because Love Island looked like it was very hard mm-hmm. work. Whereas for Molly, Love Island was a breeze. You you got with one person right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You were with them right up until the end. No dramas, nothing. Um, and, yeah. and that's it. And that, and you really realistically with how love island works you should have won but we just all loved amber more Mm -hmm. sorry like yeah you know the end just yeah like so yeah yeah that's all anyway that's enough like let's let's inject some positivity yeah should we wrap up yeah um mine this week is kind of simple it's just to recharge because i feel like Every like you see online, everyone's going full steam ahead with yeah. the new year. Like, got, got to do this, got to start this. Up. Like, I, I'm not really, <clears throat> I'm not in that space. Are you a bit I'm tired from Christmas? Um, I feel like Christmas is a I'm, bit tiring. Yeah, I'm tired from being busy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, and seeing a lot of people and interacting um, and talking to lots of people. Um, but I've just been sitting and watching series. Been watching Euphoria. Mm. I've been watching. Uh, I watched the Harry Potter reunion. Like I, I'm enjoying doing the simple things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just That's recharge, nice. do whatever it takes for you to recharge. I just, I just, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I just feel like I'm 
drained. Like I'm, I, and I'm not even doing anything. <laughs> I haven't even had chance to kind of mm. watch any series. I haven't been watching any anime. Mm. I haven't been like, you know, I just haven't been. I didn't even like. I didn't even get to play like my Switch for a few for a few days as well, like no, like a week, and it's just like I don't understand what's been going on. But yeah, I I think I definitely agree with that one. Like recharge, I think that's a really good one this week. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think mine is gonna be. Um, I know, like, kind of with this new year and setting resolutions and setting goals and stuff like that like maybe not be too hard on yourself I feel like I've been feeling weird like I've been feeling like Mm. at the moment I feel I've been feeling like oh I need to be proving myself but I've and I'm not sure if I'm doing the right thing and I think I just want to kind of tell everyone to take it easy like don't be so hard on yourself in right at the beginning of the new year like it's okay if it's going to take you a bit of time to settle in and especially like especially after the break over christmas like it's a it's a bit of time and it takes a bit of time to kind of settle in and again just like what you said recharge like it's like maybe Mm. it's not every day Every day we're hustling. Maybe not every day we have twenty the same twenty four hours as Beyonce. Just maybe <laughs> like let's figure out what we're doing and just take it easy a bit and just be kinder to ourselves. Um, yeah, yeah, that's good. Because like I feel like there's a lot of pressure to head into the new year knowing everything that you yeah. want to get done in in that year. It's like, oh, who, what is your goal for the new year? It's like, hang on. Like, do I have to have thought of all of these goals? Yeah. And then people asking me, like, what's your resolution? It's like, I don't really want to give up anything. Like, I'm kind of enjoying, yeah. like, the things that I've got at the moment. And, you know, you, it's just it's just pressure mm-hmm. from from yeah. outsiders I, that doesn't really need I to be there. And I also feel like, yeah, we all do have the same 24 hours as Beyonce and the same 365 days a year. But, like... That don't mean Beyonce started her resolutions like, you know, January the 1st. I'm sure she was chilling Mm. too. Like, you know. Yeah, same. I'm sure she's chilling right now. I'm sure she's using some of her 24 hours, just, you know, enjoying being a mother, enjoying just chilling with her kids and just raising her. Are they still babies? How old are her children now? I feel like they've been around for ages. I reckon they're probably about three yeah, or so four. Yeah, because she, she's still chilling with her babies, you know. So like, yeah, yeah. Just some sometimes like sometimes Beyonce uses some of her twenty four hours to chill and to rest and to just you mm-hmm. know be Beyonce Knowles and not Sasha Fierce. You know, even Beyonce is not Sasha Fierce yeah. twenty four hours of the day. Good quote. So, yeah, actually, that is a good quote. Maybe, maybe I should quote that. Yeah, Beyonce ain't Sasha Fierce twenty four hours of the day. So you know, even Beyonce takes mm-hmm. a break from being Sasha Fierce. <laughs> like, yeah, true. <laughs> so, um, yeah, love I love that. that too. I love that too. Because I am, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's it. Maybe that should be the quote. That should be the yeah. objective. Even Beyonce takes a break from being Sasha Fierce. <laughs> Yeah. But then also the other bits I said before too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. 
My phone's running out of charge. Okay. God's sake. I've got my charger in. I don't know what is with some of these Apple chargers. They're yeah. shit. I've had my charger in and I'm, I'm on like 5%. They're made to break, what so joke. you have to spend money buying a new one from Apple. That's that's how they're making the money. Yeah. And I've heard that they're not even including chargers in their new phones. They're not what? I heard that they're not including chargers in their new phones. Oh, chargers. Yeah, they're not, they're not including the lead. Maybe they're not. So people have to well, buy them. to be them. honest, it's a waste of space anyway. Yeah. Oh, you have to buy them? Yeah, buy them separately. But they're like 30 quid, didn't they? They're quite yeah. expensive. I bet they decided 20. to use that as their kind of recycling initiative. So like, as in that's mm. how they're being sustainable because they're not giving stuff that everyone already has because everybody already has how many Apple products. So you don't need a new charger with each one. And I bet that's how they've, that's how they phrased it, even though it's just an inconvenience because when you get a new phone, you could do with a new charger because you've had that charger for the amount of time you've had that phone. And it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, no, they just want people to spend more money and buy new. That's stupid. Yeah. That's Apple for you. Oh, well, Capitalism. Tee hee. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Dickheads. Anyway, remember, remember, guys, we all have the same 24 hours of Beyonce. So that's us. We're Injected Podcast. You can find us at Injected underscore pod mm-hmm. on Instagram, on Twitter, on what else can you find us on? TikTok. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I am Alexandra. You can find me at A L X N D R underscore N I C, you know, not being Beyonce. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Deanna, and you can find me at D E A N N N A B underscore on Instagram. And I think, to be honest, spend at least one second of your 24 <laughs> hours. Um, giving us a rating yes. rate us on Spotify and Apple on Podcast. Apple Music yes please because like you've got 24 hours in the fucking Literally. day do something decent yes. with it come on so, like giving us five stars <laughs> for this five star episode you know we told you all about the 24 hours that you're wasting right now you just wasted an hour and a half of it listening mm. to us so like <laughs> <laughs> like what are you doing with your time if you listen to the end let us know yeah and we'll we'll give you some more motivational quotes next yeah, time from Wally exactly. May. I'll find some from my vlogs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we we hope that you were you were multitasking, you know, while you were wasting th- these these two hours of your day. Well, almost two hours of your day. So <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's it for us. We won't waste any more of your twenty four hours. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.